This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3640 for Friday, the 15th of July, 2022. Today's show is entitled, Expert DIR Use. It is part of the series DOS. It is hosted by Alka and is about 15 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, we continue with DOS. This time it is mastering the DIR commands. Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our DOS series. Uh, and we're going to look at really stepping up our game on using the DIR command. Um, so, we had looked at some of the commands used to manipulate directories in a previous one, and then at the last time we looked at wildcards and file attributes. And we're going to able to uh, put all these pieces together and learn how to use the DIR command like an expert. So, first we can use uh, DIR with wildcards. So, the DIR command is generally used to get a listing of all the files in a given subdirectory, but it can do more. If the DIR command is given without any arguments, it returns a list of all the files in the subdirectory. But with a few arguments, it becomes a search tool that is very useful. For instance, you can use wildcards to search for a file that matches certain characters, like let's say you wanted to see all the documents. Well, at the prompt, you could type dir space star dot doc. Now, this command would return a list of all files in the root directory that have the doc extension. So, assuming that you use the doc extension for all of your document files, you would have to do that for this to work, uh, this would be a very good way of just seeing all of them with the dir command without seeing all of the other files that might exist in that directory. Um, now, here's a, another example. Um, at the prompt, dir space memo, M-E-M-O, question mark, period, asterisk. This command would return a list of all files in the, in the directory that have names that begin with M-E-M-O, have one additional character following in the name, and have any extension at all. So, you can use all of the DOS wildcards we discussed in the previous lesson to find specific files. This can be very handy in a large directory to check for files or to make sure before using a DEL command with wildcards that you know exactly what you are deleting. Remember that DOS does not have a recycle bin. So when you delete a file, it may very well be unrecoverable. Uh, there are utilities that we've had for a long time in DOS to allow you to undelete a file. They are rather uncertain. You, you better not to make the mistake in the first place. The way they work is that uh, when DOS deletes a file, what it does is it deletes the first character of the file name and 
then it says it takes the sectors on the drive that held that file and says those are now available for use so what the undelete commands would do is they would look for ones that had you know the first character missing and bring those up and then if you could spot your file you could recover it uh but remember those sectors were marked available for use so if you caught it right away excellent chance you could recover your file if you didn't notice it until a week later you might well have saved something else onto those sectors and that data is now gone forever um so you know you you did want to be careful about all of this now you can also use the dir command with an attribute argument to find files that match the attribute selected the syntax for this is the dir command followed by a space then slash a which signals an attribute argument followed by the specific attribute you want to find so here's how it would work now there's 10 attributes you can specify h for hidden minus h for not hidden s for system minus s for not system a for archivable minus a for already archived r for read only minus r not read only in other words editable and deletable files d directories only no files or minus d files only no directories so say you want to do this you want to find all the files you have not yet backed up well let's take this a step at a time um in your present working directory i'm assuming that's where you're going to be searching you'd use a command like this dir space forward slash a colon that forward slash a colon says i'm about to stick in an attribute argument here and then you type another a and that says archivable all right archivable means it hasn't been backed up yet so that command would go through the present working directory and locate every file that has not been backed up so every file in the directory with the archive bit set on would be returned by the command um now suppose we did a command let's say we went into our docs directory c colon backslash docs backslash greater than that's our prompt so that's telling us the prompt is telling us the present working directory and then <clears throat> command dir space slash a colon that's the thing that says i'm about to use an archive argument i mean an attribute argument here minus a that's going to look for things that are already archived r so dir space forward slash a colon minus a r this would return every file in the docs subdirectory that was read only and already backed up now if you know about boolean operators what happens when you use 
multiple attributes is that the command is interpreted as a logical AND command, which means that every file returned has to satisfy all of the attribute specifications. <clears throat> so, let's say we're in the temp directory, c colon backslash temp backslash greater than. That's our prompt. dir space forward slash a colon h this would return every file in the ctemp directory that was marked hidden. Now, interestingly, if you used a simple dir command, no hidden files would be displayed. But when you use this command, they're displayed for you quite plainly. So in other words, marking a file as hidden in DOS is not a lot of security. In other words, don't rely on it that way. The real purpose of doing this is not so much to... Uh, give you a high level of security is to stop you from shooting yourself in the foot. All right. When you mark a file as hidden in DOS, it's hidden to other commands. So, in other words, a DEL space star dot star uh, would not delete a hidden file. Now, hidden files may contain stuff that you really don't want to have accidentally deleted, and that's what it's for. Uh, but, you know, you can always turn it on. I, I noted that uh, later on with Windows, it changed slightly. You could go into the Windows Explorer and say, I want to show hidden files. And it would pop up a message saying, are you sure you know what you're doing? Uh, but it would do it. Uh, now, um, sometimes, particularly in the root directory, you may need to look for subdirectories you have established. If you use a simple DIR command, you'll be presented with several screens of files and subdirectories all mixed up. But you can do this. C colon backslash greater than. So that's my prompt. I'm at the root of the C drive. I could do DIR space forward slash A colon. That says I'm about to use an attribute. And then a D. Now, this command will return only the subdirectories from the root directory without displaying any of the files. Now, you can also put things in order. Okay. Um, the syntax for this is very similar to using attributes. You leave a space after the dir command or after any other switches and enter forward slash O colon, followed by a selection to put things in order. Here you have 12 possible options. N is to put in alphabetical order by file name. <clears throat> Minus N is reverse alphabetical order by file name. E is alphabetical order by file extension. Minus E, reverse file order, reverse alphabetical order by file extension. D is order by date and time, earliest first. Minus D, order by date and time, latest first. <clears throat> S, by size, increasing. Minus S, by size, decreasing. C, by double space, Compression ratio, lowest to highest, in, and that's in version 6.0 of DOS. 
Double space was a disk compression algorithm that <clears throat> was very popular because, as I've said, in those days, storage space was at a premium. So compressing things was really a big deal. Minus C is by double space compression ratio highest to lowest. G is to group directories before other files, and minus G, group directories after other files. So if you wanted to see your directory results grouped by file extension, you might want to try something like this at the prompt type dir space forward slash o colon e. This will return a list of files put in alphabetical order of file extension. So all of the doc files will come before all of the exe files, and they will come before all of the txt files. But if you are looking for that file you were working on yesterday, something like this at the prompt, dir space forward slash o colon minus d. This will return a list of files with the most recent ones at the top of the list. Now, if you need to clean up your hard drive because you're running out of space, you might want to know which ones are the largest. So, at the prompt, type dir space forward slash o colon minus s. This will return a list of files with the largest ones at the top of the list. Now, you can combine all of this in multiple arguments in the dir command to achieve fairly compact, complex results. Remember that each argument has to be separated from its neighbors by a blank space on each side. So, here's a good one. At the prompt, dir space forward slash a colon a space forward slash o colon d space forward slash p. Well, that will select only those files that have not yet been backed up. That was the a colon a argument. Display them in order by date. That is the o colon d argument. And display the results on your monitor one page at a time. That's the p argument. So you can really do some slick stuff with the dir command once you master the use of these arguments and switches. In case you were wondering, anything that modifies a command is called an argument. If it has a slash in front, it's a switch. So all switches are also arguments, but some arguments, such as path, are not switches. So try a few of these. And the best way to get comfortable with these commands, of course, is to practice them. So, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, signing off, and as always, encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.